You're listening to Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. I am your host, Eric Konovalov, and I believe that we can achieve everything we want if we take our leadership, sales ability, and personal growth to a higher level. On this show, we share ideas on how to break through our invisible boundaries, start taking steps towards our dreams, and create the life we desire. I invite you to open your mind to new possibilities, new ideas, and to the truth that everything you want is possible for you. Thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. So lucky to have you guys as my listeners. If you have not done so yet, head your butt over to Facebook and join the Lead, Sell, Grow our human experience tribe on Facebook. It's our group. That way we can connect, chat. I want to hear your ideas about future shows and what you think I can do better or different. That's the only way we're going to grow. All right. So have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you just can't seem to pull the trigger? You know, maybe it's because you don't know how, or maybe it's because you don't think anyone will listen to it. Or perhaps is that you don't know where you're going to find your guests or maybe your own self-limiting beliefs. See, I'm speaking from my own experience because since 2016, I had on my New Year's resolutions list, start a podcast. 2017, start a podcast. 2018, start a podcast. 2019, I never pulled the trigger. I never, ever pulled the trigger until 2020. It's the best decision I've ever made. So today, our guest is here to help you break through all of your invisible boundaries and finally start that podcast that podcast, even if you don't know any of the steps that you need to take. So Patty Catter is the host of Wake Up With Patty. Her show is listened to globally across all the podcast platforms, blah, (laughs) 17 radio stations, and it gets over 2.5 million listens per episode. She's passionate about helping people start and host a successful show and she's here to share her wisdom with us. Patty, welcome to Lead, Sell, Grow. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on, Eric. I'm doing really well today. I'm doing better now that I'm on your show. Oh, yes. That's what I'm talking about. I'm so lucky to have you here today. Patty, people are looking at you now. And for those uh, who don't take the time to, to read through your website, if they go on that actually shares your story, they might look at you and say, oh, she just got lucky. Oh, you know, she's got a successful podcast. But it's a lot more than just luck. Like you've been through so much to get to where you are today. And, and I'm hoping that before you give us some tips and nuggets on how to get started, could you tell us about how you got started? Where were you at the point of your life? And why did you decide to start your show? Yeah, honestly, I never started it with the intention of growing my audience this large. Um, I started it because I had a little tiny support group at Fort Bragg um, while my husband was in the military. And that support group was for military spouses whose um, husbands or wives were deployed to combat. And the reason I started it was we had a local support group, but a couple of the wives moved away. And I thought, how can I still encourage them 
and we're not there. So we started looking at different virtual platforms, you know, Yahoo had like a video chat, but you couldn't have more than I think one person at that point even. Um, and then they had like Google Hangouts and that wasn't cool either. So I found this tiny little platform called Talk Shoe Radio, and I could be talking to military spouses wherever they were, and I could even have them on that platform with me. So it was this, it's online talk radio is what we called it. And then I moved over to blog talk radio and, um, you know, they, they send, I would say the word syndicate, I guess, um, to iTunes. It was before even Apple podcast was super popular. We mm. were, you know, treading new water. So, uh, that's kind of how I started. And it was just to be, it was a tool to connect to other military spouses basically. And then they started sharing it with some of their friends that I didn't know. And it kind of snowballed from there. Wow. So I'm for some, can you hear me well? I can. Okay. I don't know what's going on with my headphones, but I'm going to turn this stuff completely off and hopefully edit this part out. It sounded kind of weird a little bit, like a couple cracklings. I thought it was my mic, but I don't know. Nope. It's, um, okay. I think it was my headphones because they were just cutting in and out. Okay. So we're just going to leave those off to the side. And, okay. All right. So Patty, what, what year was this that you started? Oh my gosh. It was 2006. <laughs> what was going on? To, was Facebook, Facebook just started coming up in 2006, right? Like what else? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, sometimes I'll see posts come up in my memories and I was like, I'm so stupid on Facebook back then. Cause it would say like, tell us how you're feeling. So I would say like just goofy things like Facebook, I'm feeling this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your husband was in the military and you were in your thirties at the time, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And now your husband, I haven't had a chance to meet him yet, but I heard so much about him. He's a Marine Corps sniper, then went into the army. I mean, but he wasn't, he, he was in the midst of stuff. I mean, your husband got hurt in combat operations. And what most people don't understand is like your life changes when that happens as a spouse of a soldier or a Marine. So what, could you share a little bit with us what happened with him and how, like, what were you doing at the time and the effect it had on your life? Yeah. So when I first met Ken, he was just getting out of the Marines. He was in um, third force recon station in Hawaii. So I didn't know that part of him exactly. He was ETSing at the time. And that means you guys um, transitioning out of the military. And he became a police officer for 10 years, um, about 10 years. And I was a police reservist back in Michigan post nine 11. He wanted to join the military again. Um, because this time he had two nephews that had been in combat at this point and there was a war going on and recruiters were having a hard time finding people to join. So he, he ended up joining the army post nine 11 in 2005, um, went to hurricane Katrina cleanup and then quickly trained, went to Iraq. When he was in Iraq, he did end up getting wounded in combat, and that was in 2007, May. So fast forward kind of this whole time um, from me starting that little talk talk radio program until he was wounded, my talk program started changing a little bit. And I ended up um, going from talking to the military spouses who had deployed veterans or deployed military. Um, we started talking about 
what happens if they're wounded and how do, do communities come in and connect with you? And so the whole time I was going through his wounds and, um, helping him transition and helping him get through the red tape and the hospital visits and homeschooling the kids while he was recovering from surgeries. And it was crazy. Um, but one steady thing for me was podcasting. It is really enjoyable to me and I really, really have a passion for it. I think that if you talk to other people who have stories to share, everybody goes through trials And so my show, we talk about the trials and how you triumph over those trials. And I can't even remember the exact question you asked me, Eric. (laughs) Like, what were you doing at the time when, um, you know, how did your life shift? So here you are, you have your life and then bam, your husband comes home wounded from combat. What what were you doing? And then from that, how was the transition to becoming kind of his caretaker, you know? Yeah. So, um, Honestly, before he was in the army, we had it pretty made. Like I, I could always do whatever I wanted. Um, we had a nice house on 30 acres. So I would do some gardening and, um, we just had a nice little life, you know, it was really calm and it was the calm before the storm. (laughs) Um, so then once he did, you know, get into the army and he was wounded, everything was kind of, um, just uprooted. Um, I felt kind of almost, I felt like looking back, it was like a hurricane. However, during the process, you're just running on adrenaline the whole time. So you don't really think about all of the obstacles. You just do it because you have two choices, right? You can either get through what you're going through, or you can lay down and cry and get nowhere. (laughs) So, um, my thing has always been in life. Like, I want to keep moving forward. If I keep looking backwards, I'm not going to go anywhere. And I don't, you know, I just don't agree with that. I don't want my kids to do that. Um, I had to be a role model for my kids. So I didn't want to just kind of roll over and, you know, die. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can't imagine what that's like. And, you know, it's such a, such an incredible story. And then, so then you start taking care of your your husband full-time as his caretaker. Um, how did you find time? How did you find time to podcast and take care of your husband at the same time? Yeah. So I podcast in my home in the majority of the time I always have. Um, and it makes it a lot easier because Ken will take a nap almost every day. He takes a two to four hour nap so I can record while he's napping. I can record while he's out Thankfully now we live in Florida. So he lays by the pool. And so just being here, knowing that if he needed anything, you know, I'm around and I'm accessible to him. That's the most important for him now, all these years later, um, at the beginning though, with his surgeries and things, Oh man, I remember how stressful it was. And sometimes, you know, you don't feel like getting on and talking on a podcast when you have so much crap going on in life. So honestly, what I did is I learned to pre-record some of my shows. So even now my episodes are pre-recorded and I can fit them in on my schedule when I need to. So one of the benefits of that, for example, for maybe caregivers out there who are listening or somebody who has a really busy schedule, you have another job maybe, and you want a podcast, but you don't know if you can have time. Um, you have to be consistent. Definitely. But you can break those episodes into mine are 30 minutes 
And so they're easy to do. I can knock out, you know, four to eight episodes in one day if I play my cards right. And so, I mean, that's, you know, that's a couple months worth of content for me. Yeah. that's pretty cool. What, so who's podcasting for, like, who would you recommend start a podcast? Honestly, in today's age, just about everybody, seriously. Um, I think that the, I read the last I read, there's 2.5 million podcasts out there, Wow! but yeah, but not all of them are active. People will start them and they'll put them aside and they're not consistent. And that's why they fail. Um, another reason I think that they don't do well is because they don't know how to do it. And it feels overwhelming at first. I'm a huge researcher. So before I commit to anything, I research the heck out of it. So for me, when I know what to do, it's a lot easier. So three of the key things I actually talked about this morning in my Facebook group was you have to want something, you have to do it, and then you have to own it. And so I wanted a podcast or even just a platform to connect with people, I should say back then. So I did it and now I own it. Right. Um, so I think that anybody who has a business definitely should have a podcast because you can promote yourself. You can promote your business. You can promote what you do and you don't have to go to all these other podcasters and say, can I get on your show? Cause you have a podcast. I mean, look at you, Eric, you have an amazing book. You have an amazing business and you're able to promote it through your podcast. So people who own a business, people who have something to say, there's so many people who have something to say, right? Mm -hmm. You can connect to all sorts of people who agree with your views, or sometimes people who don't agree with your views. You can share if you are, if you are politically inclined, you can talk about your politics. If you're um, religion-based, you can talk about your religion. If you love beauty women, you can talk about beauty products and things like that that work for you. Eric, your muscles, you can talk about your muscles on your podcast. <laughs> you, <know, make laughs> you guys have, blush. yeah, yeah. You, you'll have to show them your shirt later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you're into physical fitness, if you're into fashion, anything like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't start because they don't see themselves as a podcast and they don't believe somebody's going to listen to what they have to say, like what they have to say isn't important enough. Why should somebody listen to me? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a, sorry. Yeah. I had um, some friends over last night and one of the ladies I was talking to, she's a super great friend of mine. She said, I I could never picture myself doing that. And the funny thing is I never pictured myself doing this. (laughs) Like that's not why I podcast. And I think if, if you're out there and you're thinking about starting a podcast, think about why you want to start a podcast. So for me, my why was not like, I want to have a podcast so everybody can listen to me. And nowadays people watch you sometimes like here. Um, but when you start a podcast, think about why you started it and what your goal is and how important that is to you. Yeah. So your why was to stay connected to military spouses. Mm-hmm. What are other people's whys? Like mine, yeah. I'll be honest with you. For me, I didn't have, I really didn't have a why and it kind of screwed me over because initially the first season was with Harry. It was during COVID mid 2020. And we're like, dude, let's start a podcast. Just talk about leadership, sales, personal growth, like start stuff we were really interested in. 
but none of it, like I wasn't really promoting my business. I wasn't, it was really to add value, find awesome guests, talk to them, learn from them. And we had some incredible conversations, but I did not have a why. Like I couldn't tell you why my podcast existed. Well, there's a lot of things in my life. I haven't known why, right? Mm -hmm. So if you feel an urge to do it, I tell you, go with your gut because you never know where it's going to snowball to. Um, my why at the time was to reach military spouses. My why now is different than it was then. I still like to have military on my show. I still talk about it sometimes, but not all the time. And as we go through life, we all grow and we all move and we're kind of like, kind of like the ocean, you know, we just kind of, um, have our high tides and our low tides and things are going to shift and change. But if you know that you want to start a podcast, just start out with a few weeks worth of ideas. If you sit there too, you can kind of just think about some of the different things that you like in life, maybe hobbies, maybe it is business. Maybe it is. Why do you want to reach other people? Most people have a story inside of them that they should share because everything that we go through in life, if we share it enough, you're going to have people come to you and say how much that touched them. I remember saying some really small things on my show that I thought were really insignificant. And then weeks later, and even recently, somebody 10 years later heard an old podcast and reached out to me and said how moving that was. Wow. Never know how you're going to touch people. So, so those folks who want to start a podcast and they're like, okay, I know what I'm going to talk about, but I'm not very technologically inclined. What do I do? What do you, what do you say to them? Well, I have a challenge. <laughs> it's called the pod or speak up podcast challenge. And we will go through all of that on the challenge. Um, it honestly, technology though, it's so easy today. You literally, I can tell you right off the bat, you plug in a camera. Most, most computers have a camera now attached. I use headphones and I use a decent mic because anybody who's listening to a podcast, you don't want to sound like you're in a tin can, right? So those three things are the biggest things. And honestly, you don't even need a, a camera. If you're not going to have a video part of your podcast for gosh, for 13 years, I did not use the camera. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, you really don't. And you can, you can literally start a podcast that a good mic will cost you 99 bucks to 250, right? That, that's the range. Like the ones both of us are using is the sure Yeti or not sure uh, blue Yeti mics, headphones, you know, 10, 20 bucks. You can use your AirPods if you want. Um, and then you have, you know, different services that either range from free to 15 bucks a month to host your podcast and they get you out to all the systems, right? You just need to use your RSS feed. Now this sounds very, uh, probably sounds Japanese to you. If you don't speak Japanese, what I just said with the RSS feeds, but I got to tell you 18 months ago, I had no freaking idea. I wish there was a challenge like Patty's because I took a look at what you're going to be going through. Actually, could you tell us about the challenge? Like if somebody was to join the challenge, how much is it? How many, you know, what's the curriculum? What are they going to learn? And mm -hmm. who is it for? Well, right now our price is $97 for the general admission. And then we have a VIP admission and that's $247. And during the VIP section, that I honestly recommend that not because I'm trying to sell a big, bigger package or anything like that, but because 
when I was trying to reach out to podcasters or people who had these challenges, you couldn't talk to them. So you couldn't ask them questions. They literally there. Actually, I'll tell you about one. I, I decided to sign up for this challenge. And I think the course was selling for $2,500. It was a video of this guy with like a dingy background. You could barely hear him. And I felt like I was so gypped. That's the <laughs> so, word. Yeah. So this way, um, even general admission is good. You know, you'll have the, uh, video to watch seven days after, if you can't join the challenge live, but you definitely should do it live. If you're going to commit, you need to commit all in, um, you can also write out some of the questions to me and I'd be happy to answer some of those. And, um, so basically we go every, we go ever, ugh, I can't talk either <laughs> today. We go over everything from exactly what you need, what I use for my podcasting, all the way to the hosting, to the editing, to, we go through the entire process to getting it out and live and published. And right now is actually a good time to do it. At first I was a little concerned, like, should we do a challenge right in between the holidays? And I was like, yes, because some people want to start their podcast. So it's going to go live January, 2022. So let's do it. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, okay. So right now today is December 6th. When in, in the challenge is going to start January 22nd. Nope. December the 13th. It's December the 13th 13. through the 17th. Yeah. Okay. And so if they take that challenge December 13th through the 17th. Mm -hmm. Then boom, by January, they can walk away with a brand new podcast, brand new show getting people on their show. Absolutely. Within the first couple of days, I'm going to have them doing some homework to get that rolling. Oh, that's um, it. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Way, people love being on your podcast. Like if, if your fear is who's going to come on my show, where am I going to get guests? As soon as you have a podcast, you're going to have a line of people emailing you asking to be on your show. Mm -hmm. We, Harry and I did, we were, that was one of our main concerns when we first started. It's like, who's going to be on our show? Like, you know, we don't really even have a show. And then when I met Patty, if like a little over a month ago, she sent me the statistic that our show is actually in top 5%. And this is me not knowing what the hell we're doing or what I'm doing. <laughs> like just recording on Zoom with a camera, a mic and posting it. And that's all we do. Yeah. And you know, what's super funny is I didn't really look into my statistics until last January. And I had my team send me some statistics and I was like, can you send over all everything I need to know? So they did. And I, I emailed the person back and I said, I think that you might have the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that my numbers were that great and strong and they just keep climbing and climbing. And Eric's so right. I have people all the time asking to be on my show. The other super cool thing though, is I bought this book. I don't have it in front of me right now. Um, it's called hook point by Brendan Kane. And if you're into social media at all, you might've heard of him. He teaches people how to hook people into your audience or into your listeners or viewership within three seconds wow. when you start. Yeah. And the cool thing is I did a high income challenge, um, a few weeks ago and they were talking about this book. So I bought it long story short. I liked it so much. And I noticed how popular this guy is and how everybody likes him. I sent him an email and told him about my podcast. And the next thing, you know, within maybe an hour, he wrote me back. He personally wrote me back and he became a guest on my show. So you're also going to be able to reach really neat people to be on your show. You honestly, 
I barely look at the applications coming in for the show or people emailing to come in because now I can choose who I want to be on the show and I reach out to them. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. And, and the other piece of it is if you're a business owner or if you're in sales or you're offering a product or service, you can actually monetize your show. Mm -hmm. Like talk a little bit about that. How can people make money with podcasting? Yeah. So we're going to go over that too in the challenge, but basically think about it. Um, if you have a show and you're talking about weaponry, or if you're in the military and you're talking about, um, like some people like sharpshooting or, um, hunting, things like that, you will have sponsors reach out to you and ask to sponsor your show, or you can reach out to them. And there's different ways to do that, to ask them to sponsor your show. If they have like a holster company, or maybe they have, you know, whatever a company that would go hand in hand with that. Um, they sell camouflage clothing or whatever. So there's a lot of cool things, a lot of different ways to reach out to potential sponsors. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Because as soon as you get a listenership, and if you have a coach like Patty, she can help you understand how to get people to listen to your show. Sponsors are going to line up because if you have tens of thousands of people downloading each episode and you can say, hey, this this uh, this episode is sponsored by ABC company and they you know, I use their belts or I use their whatever you use. People are going to get curious. They'll go to the link. They'll click on it. That's just one way. That mm -hmm. is so awesome. So, um, Patty, today's the sixth. I'm going to try to have this thing out live so people with the link to your um to your challenge it sounds amazing thank and you i'm wishing you the best of luck with it thank you and everybody who's listening thank you so much and i know you're listening to an amazing host eric is phenomenal and i appreciate you eric and if you're out there listening you can go to speakuppodcastchallenge.com for more information on the challenge awesome and how can people learn more about patty yeah. If you go to my website, Patty, P-A-T-T-I, Catter, K-A-T-T-E-R.com. Awesome. Everything is right there. So speak up podcast challenge with Patty Catter. She's amazing. She's awesome. And a few ideas will get you and your podcast on the road and live. All right. If this episode was helpful, head over to wherever you're listening to it. Click on the seven stars, but I'll settle for five and leave a good review for Patty and me. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And thanks for listening. You've listened to another episode of Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a nice review. And if you're not a part of our tribe on Facebook, be sure to head over to Facebook and join Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Tribe. I look forward to speaking with you in the tribe. Have a great day.